Today is the Sunday within the octave of the Sacred Heart, and it is also Father's Day. So I would like to wish all the fathers of the parish a very blessed and happy Father's Day. The epistle for the Sunday within the octave of the Sacred Heart is taken from the first epistle of St. Peter, chapter 5. Dearly beloved, be you humbled under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in the time of visitation, casting all your care upon him, for he hath care of you. Be sober and watch, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, goeth about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist ye, strong in faith, knowing that the same affliction befalls your brethren who are in the world? But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little, will himself perfect you, and confirm you, and establish you. To him be glory and empire, for ever and ever. Amen. And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 15. At that time, the publicans and sinners drew nigh unto Jesus to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spoke to them this parable, saying, What man of you that hath a hundred sheep, and if he shall lose one of them, doth he not leave the ninety-nine in the desert, and go after that which was lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, lay it upon his shoulders, rejoicing. And coming home, call together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my sheep that was lost. I say to you that even so, there shall be joy in heaven upon one sinner that doth penance, more than upon ninety-nine just who need not penance. Or what woman, having ten groats, if she lose one groat, Doth not light a candle and sweep the house, and seek diligently until she find it. And when she hath found it, call together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found the groat which I had lost. So I say to you, there shall be joy before the angels of God upon one sinner doing penance. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in sleep to St. Joseph, saying, Arise and take the child and his mother, and fly into Egypt, and be there until I shall tell thee. These words are taken from the Gospel of St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today, The noble and exalted vocation of fatherhood is increasingly under assault in the news, in the workplace, and in entertainment. Immorality and unnatural vice openly launch their attacks against this exalted calling. 
ambition, selfishness, and the spirit of the world seek to undermine this vocation in a more subtle manner. Today, a father is forced to eke out his livelihood in a fiercely competitive anti-God society where his Catholic faith and morality often make him the special target for attack. Yes, to be a Catholic father requires heroism, and to fulfill his God-given duties is not an easy task. But fathers have a perfect example and a perfect model in St. Joseph, the foster father of the Son of God. This can be seen by considering just one phase of St. Joseph's life. After the birth of Christ, the wicked King Herod was bent on murdering the Christ child. One night, an angel appeared to St. Joseph in sleep, and the first word the angel said was, Arise. No doubt St. Joseph was, at that time, worn out. A cave is not a comfortable place to sleep any time of the year, but especially not in winter. And this command came in the middle of the night. Furthermore, St. Joseph could not have been sleeping too soundly since he had been entrusted with the safety and the guardianship of Our Lady and the Divine Child. Naturally speaking, the command to arise would not have been welcome to his weary body. But the next words of the heavenly messenger were even more alarming when he said, Take the child and his mother and fly into the land of Egypt. Be there until I shall tell thee. Imagine St. Joseph's consternation when he heard the reason for their departure. For the angel said, It will come to pass that Herod will seek the child to destroy him. What an effort it must have taken for St. Joseph cheerfully to arise, to awaken Our Lady and tell her that they must flee into a pagan country without delay. But nevertheless, he arose cheerfully to fulfill God's will. St. Joseph led the Holy Family through the desert into the land of Egypt on a journey that would have taken more than 15 days. And not in a car or on a plane. He walked the whole way, leading Our Lady who carried the Christ child. Their arrival in Egypt merely marked the beginning of further struggles. St. Joseph, after finding some poor lodging for the Holy Family, must have at once begun searching for work. As a stranger in a foreign country, ignorant of the language, he must have encountered many difficulties in providing even the bare necessities for his family. But even more trying, perhaps, was the rampant immorality which St. Joseph encountered among the Egyptians, the pagan practices and customs which permeated their culture. Despite all this, despite the heavy responsibilities of caring and providing for the Holy Family, despite the grueling labor and the overwhelming fatigue, St. Joseph day 
after day, practiced in a heroic degree the virtue of diligence. This virtue which spiritual writers define as a cheerful readiness, a cheerful readiness to do God's will in every circumstance, could be called the characteristic virtue of St. Joseph and indeed of every good father. For like St. Joseph, a father's life consists in doing God's will by providing for the material and the spiritual needs of his family. How edifying it is to see fathers departing for work day after day and spending themselves to provide for their family, to see them in the evenings leading the family rosary, and on Sundays bringing their family to church. In fulfilling these obligations, fathers today face difficulties similar to those faced by St. Joseph. They experience the same exhaustion. Whereas St. Joseph was roused from sleep by an angel, fathers today are aroused by the alarm clock. Like him, they overcome their natural feelings. They arise and set out to provide for their family. Though they may not encounter the same false gods of the Egyptians, they are faced with the paganism and the immorality of the modern work world. Truly, Catholic fathers and mothers who are faithful to the demands of their calling are the heroes of today, far more than the celebrities or the sports figures which the media holds up to us. Though they are unsung heroes, they will receive a great reward even in this life for their diligence. For example, there is the natural satisfaction of seeing the happiness and the security of their family and knowing that they helped to procure these by their industry. And fathers can take a true, honest pride in knowing that their children's successes, both spiritually and physically, are to a great extent the result of their hard work and good example. Though it is the mother who often teaches her children their prayers, it is the father who by his good example shows their importance. The mother may instruct the children in the importance of work, may teach them how to work well, but it is the father who by cheerfully enduring the daily grind of toil drives home to them the value of work. The harassed, overworked, exhausted father should take consolation in knowing that by the very fact that he is overworked and exhausted earns a special right to the loving invitation of the Sacred Heart of Jesus who says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavily burdened, and I will refresh you. When the stresses and the burdens of providing for the family become unbearable, when the duties are crushing and exhausting, turn, like St. Joseph, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus for strength and for courage. Do this with a simple but powerful prayer most sacred heart of Jesus, I place my trust in thee. 
Fathers, place your confidence in the Sacred Heart and strive to continue ever increasing in your readiness to fulfill God's will. Arising cheerfully each morning to go to work and giving your children good example throughout the day, vigilant and watching over and disciplining them and showing them by your lead the importance of prayer, weekly Mass, and the frequent reception of the sacraments. And children, today on Father's Day and every day, show your gratitude to your Father by promptly and cheerfully fulfilling your duties. Especially during these summer months when you are on vacation, be eager and generous in doing the chores that He assigns to you. Without complaining, just as the Christ child obeyed St. Joseph. Remember that your father never gets a summer vacation. He continues to work, to sweat, and to pour out his life for you. Make a return to him today by praying for him, but not just today, but every day. And offer your Mass and Holy Communion today, especially in gratitude to God for your Father. My dear friends, few vocations in this world are more important, more difficult, and yet less appreciated than fatherhood. A father is the fortress upon which Christian society is built. And though his importance and his impact are immeasurable, he fulfills his vocation in the hidden and unexciting duties of daily routine. Let us today ask Our Lady and St. Joseph to bless our Father, to strengthen him in his trials, and to reward him with the delights of heaven, which God promises to those who are faithful to their daily duty. May God bless you, and may God bless our fathers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.